Welcome to All Four Downs. I am Joe McGuire, along with Ovi Munez, Tyler Bard, and uh, Trevor Keys. Uh, we'll get to them in just a minute. A very interesting draft. Uh, it, 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 the first three picks, it looked like everybody had it down. It was all a matter of what the Giants were going to do. Uh, and then we saw quite a few interesting things happen from there. Clearly some winners, clearly some losers in this draft. Um, I know the Giants, I think, did a pretty good job. I feel like Baltimore greatly improved. Uh, I like what San Francisco and Denver did. Uh, scratching my head on uh, the Eagles, the Seahawks, uh, the Patriots. Uh, oh, Tyler, I know that's your team. We can kind of get into that. Uh, the fact of the matter is that they did not go with a quarterback at all. Uh, and there were some quarterbacks to be had. We know there was a couple of quarterbacks uh Taken that may have caused some quarterback controversies for their teams. So yes. we'll get into that. Uh, don't, forget, the, don't forget about those Packers, Joe. Don't forget about the, maybe that pressure of <laughs> the entire first round right there. Oh, yes. Don't uh, forget about the Packers. That is Aaron Rodgers has got to be ticked off. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cannot be feeling too good about that. Uh, you know, it, it, to see a guy uh, – yeah, that's never good. You don't like that. But um, – course the number one pick we all saw it coming from an absolute mile away the Bengals did go with Joe Burrow now I understand there is some concern uh because of his connection to Carson Palmer and Carson's dad that there was uh at least a little bit of reluctance on Burrow's part like the Bengals really had to sell him hard uh and I feel like Zach Taylor and company did that the the I mean, the Bengals got a long way to go, but this is certainly the start that they needed. It was, again, no-brainer pick, uh, and and one I'm sure people in Cincinnati have to be excited about. been a long time since they've won a playoff game. Anybody want to go first? Who wants to go? Who yeah, wants go to for chime? it. Who wants to chime? I mean, yeah, you get Joe Burrow with the first pick. I mean, this is the obvious one. We've known this since the night of the national championship, even before then. I also love the T. Higgins pick, the second round. I mean – you think about Joe Burrow. You think about even Drew Locke situation. The play, the play, yeah. the pieces that are going to be surrounding these young quarterbacks. I mean, if you're Joe Burrow, you got to be happy. I mean, you get AJ Green back, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, add T Higgins, and then don't forget about Joe Mixon. I mean, how can you not be excited if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan? I know it's it's rare to hear that nowadays, but you got to be excited. You have to be. I mean, this is like. Maybe their new savior. This could be, hopefully, they're hoping it could be like the next LeBron for them because they need some sort of bounce in Ohio. I mean, it's just overall with the Browns and the Bengals struggles recently. This is this is a home run pick. This was the obvious pick. 60 yeah, touchdowns last pick. year, too. <laughs> yeah, and a team like oh, yeah. who doesn't who doesn't like to throw the ball. I mean, is that credit to Joe Brady? I mean, we'll see. But what he did last year in college was – Amazing. It was something that will probably and this guy knows. 
This guy knows how to control a crowd, how to get the team on his side. He's a great leader on the field. I mean, the guy changed how his name was spelled on the back of his jersey mm -hmm. to fit the atmosphere of Louisiana. Uh, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. excited to see this guy uh, bring the atmosphere to Cincinnati and see if these fans can really have uh, something to, to cheer for this year. 100%. I think the most important thing that he has, and I think that any franchise quarterback you hope has, is confidence. I mean, he's got the most confidence in the world. And anytime you can have confidence, you're in the right, you're going in the right direction. So for sure, I mean, that's all you need. And that's what you, that's the most important thing to me. I know the arm strength and all this, yada, yada, yada. That's great. But if you don't have the confidence in yourself, you're never going to su succeed in this life. And he was confident in college. He took over the college football world. And now hopefully he's on to the next level in the NFL. 5,600 yards and 60 touchdowns uh, while going 15-0. and 0. Good chance he's going to change the fortunes of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> so we shall see. Um, the second pick and, and the one that was just the absolute stabbing in the heart, uh, Chase Young. Oh, come on. Man, come on Ohio bro. State. There was an, all Giant fans, come on. Be realistic with ourselves. Everybody that thought, oh, maybe Chase Young. Stop. Stop, Listen, stop. I, go back, I go to back the to the Giants. season when I told you I wanted to see the Giants lose out uh, in order to get him. But whatever the case, I'm happy with the way things worked out. Chase Young, though, 16 and a half sacks last season, 30 and a half while he was at Ohio State. Talking about a generational talent. Um, there was some question about what Washington was going to do here, whether they were thinking about going with another quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems Ron Rivera's got what he's got. Not sure how high he is on Haskins, but this makes their defense tremendously better. Um, already a, a strong defense up front. Th this really solidifies that for the Washington Redskins for years to come. Anybody? You want me to come back? In? Yeah, for sure. No, no. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, I think this I, I was actually shocked that he went at two because I did think the Giants were going to take him at four. Um, I, I even though I'm not a Giants fan, even as a Patriots fan, I'm like, this dude's going. He's got to go to the Giants. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's a perfect, perfect fit for that team. Um, but going to the Redskins, I mean. With Haskins now, they, they have a legit chance to be a contender in that division. And now if they can have an incredible defensive end, and this guy's going to be coming in and hopefully putting pressure on, well, I mean, sorry to say for you guys, on the Giants and, and the Cowboys and, and the Eagles. The Giants had to go left tackle. I mean, right Yes, now, I mean, right and they now, countered. That's the thing. That's what it comes down to. What, what, look, they countered I'm it. Glad, I am glad that Chase Young went to Washington because I wasn't really a big fan of Chase Young. You got to okay. look at the competition in the SEC. It was much harder than the Big Ten. You know, and Ohio State had a pretty much easy schedule throughout the first half of the season. The schedule didn't get kind of hectic until the end, the last three weeks of the season. And I I I'm telling you right now, I, I wish that Simmons was with the Giants. But, you know, we, we could talk about that on second down. Uh, but hey, good for for the Redskins to get young. We'll we'll see if, if it plays Wait, out you, for them. You, but you, you don't think Chase Young 
Really? He was the second best player in college football last year, behind probably the second best team in college. You're football. right. You're absolutely I mean, he right. Was, he was dominant. He's, he's getting compared to the Bosa brothers. Anytime you get compared to those two, I mean, they've done a pretty tremendous yeah. job so far you, in the NFL. They can do all the comparisons that they want, but when it came down to the championship game, did we hear Chase Young? He's did trouble. anybody hear Chase Young can in, anybody, in, 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 do, in the playoffs? I, don't, I, I didn't do, hear him. Can all I right, do it right, right. triple team? I know, seriously. He was getting triple teamed at the end of the year. I was just going to say, dude, Trevor, this is the same people that are arguing that Leonard Williams is useless up front for the Giants. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, the guy's triple teamed. <laughs> you don't even know what this guy's doing. He's not putting up. The, I'm listen, you're, you're exactly right about Chase Young. Look, there was some hope he was going to fall. But I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't think it was going to matter to the Giants uh, who was in that four spot? I think they'd get him and already knew he was taking an offensive tackle. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, the third pick, Jeff Akuda, the teammate of Chase Young, possibly the best corner in the league. Certainly, uh, Joe Burrow, too. They all, they all played together on the same team. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, they all played goodness. in Ohio. They were all together on the same team. So just think mm -hmm. how scary that team could have been made. That team would have been amazing. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Akuda obviously starts every day. They had a huge opening at cornerback uh, after moving Trafant. So uh, things certainly work out for them. Uh, and then we get to the Giants at number four. Uh, like you, Ovi, I was definitely hoping for Isaiah Simmons, but – I, I had said on joining about the G-Men earlier uh, the, on, on, on the day of, of the uh, first day of the draft, I should say, um, I I heard this was the guy, knew Gediman was in love with him. There's a lot to love about Andrew Thomas. I know people are going to complain that that there were uh, tackles that were rated ahead of him or, or that compared just slightly more favorably. Most people think Andrew Thomas is the most pro-ready left tackle, pure left tackle in this draft. It was a huge need for these New York Giants. Nate Solder can't continue to go out there and mm -hmm. and and basically risk uh, the life of Daniel Jones. This creates openings <laughs> now for Saquon Barkley. The Giants, in effect, made three positions better with one draft pick. Trevor, how do you feel about that concept? Because at first, again, I was still like, oh, man, I want Isaiah Simmons. But, boy, to see okay. this and to hear some of the reaction, I'm down. So the whole Isaiah Simmons thing, trust me, I wanted to get an, a player of his magnitude at four. It would have been great. But then you look right two picks before, Chase Young. He goes to Washington. Okay, who's blocking him? I looked at my cousin was over the house, and we were social distancing ourselves. But <laughs> you look at that. I looked at him. I said, do you think Soldier can uh, Soldier cannot, uh, block him? And laughed. That's what it comes down to. You needed a left tackle. I know that Tristan Wirfs was possible. Jedrick Wills was also a possibility. But they're saying now that Tristan Wirfs is better suited to be a guard down the line. The Giants don't need a guard right now. They have Fernandez. They have Zeidler. Andrew Thomas started a right tackle his freshman year and then moved over to left tackle for the next three years and started. This guy has everything you want. He's experienced. And it comes down to getting a left tackle. Do you want Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones around for the next five to six years, or do you want Daniel Jones being the next Andrew Luck and saying, oh, well, maybe if we had Isaiah Simmons, we could have been yeah, – no, it doesn't work like that. Offensive line is too valuable in this game. You've got to protect your quarterback, and Daniel Jones is your franchise. Saquon Barkley is your franchise. So give them support. Andrew Thomas, 
it's a great pick. It just you didn't know who it was going to be. It was going to be a tackle. Right. You didn't know who it was going to be at that position. Trevor, I, I agree with you there. Um, you know, Gettleman really wanted to improve that offensive line. That was his goal, and he made it his his mission to 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 be it that way. So either or, rather, you get a linebacker, offensive tackle, first, second round, whatever. The bottom line is he was going to do what he had to do to improve that offensive line, and hopefully it'll it'll work. But at the same time, as a Giants fan, we have to be patient because it's not going to start at week one. It's going to be in a development, yeah. and these linemen got to get used to doing what they're doing, and it might take a season or two just to get it right. Well, don't, don't let it be lost at anybody, by the way, that uh, Tristan Wirfs dropped to 13th. He went to Tampa Bay. That could be a steal for Tampa Bay right uh, there. Hey, listen, I'm sure it will be. Court. But uh, Makai Becton went 11th, uh, and, and Jedrick Willis Jr. went 10th. Um, again, th- when you look at the order that uh, uh, Giants fans could be – anybody wants to be upset with Andrew Thomas for one of these other guys, there's a reason that they sort of fell in the order that they fell in when all was said and done. So, again, I'm going to say I feel really good about that The only one I would have wanted in that situation was Wills. I just thought that he could be – I mean, the way his he got quick feet, quick hands. He's very explosive. He's athletic. He's a great pass blocker. He was blocking for Tua. I know he was a right tackle. Yeah. Maybe it was a little scary, but still, he was awesome. And that was the only one I really wanted, maybe other than Thomas. But they did say the day of it was coming down between Wirfs and Thomas. And, they, and the reports were right. They went with Thomas, and it's a great selection. This was supposed to be – I don't know if anybody remembers, but last year, even before college football started in NFL, they do mock drafts like usual. They already have them out for next year. They had Andrew Thomas going to the Giants, I think, in the top five. So they must have known something even before any of us know. Well, again, I I mean, I'm convinced now at this point it it was the right pick. We'll get a little more into the Giants coming up in second down. Uh, (laughs) At number five, the Miami Dolphins did take to uh, Tacovailoa. which oh nice you said it right i nailed it because i've been thinking about it for like 20 minutes i've been calling it he, he rehearsed it all it last night for two years oh dude all, all day i've been thinking about it and i was gonna nail it and now i'm gonna refer to him as tua for the rest of this segment um you know look the devastating injury when you heard similar to the bo jackson injury it was oh, like man. oh bye tua He's mm-hmm. looked great. You know, uh, some of the stuff you saw, the, the pre-draft workouts. Oh. There's got to oh. be a little bit of concern if you're the Miami Dolphins and you look at, I mean, the Miami Dolphins right now are making a move. It, it was like they knew Tom Brady was going to be gone, and they mm-hmm. were like, we are all in on 2020. And in true Miami Dolphins fashion, a pandemic came through and shut down the league just as they were figuring things out. Finally, <laughs> Tyler, let me ask you a question. Do you think, I mean, I, I know you know the college game pretty well. Do you think that two has got a shot with Miami to, to do some damage? For sure. For yeah. sure. I'm not, I'm not a crazy Patriots fan where I have my head so far off Bill sure? Belichick's are you, butt. Are you, sure? are you, sure? <laughs> you got the hat on, you got the Patriots. Hey, pretty so I got to represent Brady. Brady. It's the last time. I promise. I got to, I had to wear it one time. I had to wear it one time. Are you going to become a Buccaneers fan now? Yeah, exactly. Supporter. Support. Oh, Get the bandwagon out. Uh, no, no, no. I think Tua is going to do well down there, especially because he's, I think right now, could be the best starting QB in the AFC East. 
Um, I think Alan might have something to say about that, but it's going to be a very, very fun um, competition minus the Patriots who are just going to like coast and probably still do well, but they're not going to be the Patriots that we know from the past 10 years. Um, So I think Tua has a good chance to be a leader. I think he just has to be more careful. He has to make sure he doesn't get, take any injuries. He needs to stop thinking he's the biggest and best thing on the field. And he needs to be a you know, the, the guy who leads this team to a championship opportunity. Well, if you want to, let me, let me come in and say that if you want that to happen, winning a Super Bowl, you better not play him this almost the entire season. Let him, yeah, they, got, they can't start him. If, if, it's not about this year. Not about even next year. It's about the next 10 to 12 years. And you want Tua, who you've been saying for the past two years, tank for Tua. Well, they got their guy. Now keep him healthy. And that's what it comes down to. Miami did well in free agency, adding a lot on the defense. And then, I mean, they hit a home run again with all those draft picks. You have to be smart about this. This is what it comes down. Tua is your future. Keep him healthy. He should not see the field. Now, I know he's a competitor and he'll want to play. But he not he doesn't need to see the field until at least maybe if they play him this year week eight past week eight. I'm not. Oh playing boy, him. I don't know, I'm, man. I know, I know it's crazy, but You're I'm not, not playing him because you want him healthy and you want to be competing for championships, and he'll give you the best give you the best chance of doing that. It'll be the same thing with Eli Manning when he started. He didn't start the season. They waited till the Giants got eliminated from exactly. the exactly. That's playoff. how it should be. And then you put him in there. For, Treat it like a scrimmage and see how he could do. That's it. That's exactly what they should do. Play it smart. We'll see. And you think we'll you don't think Flores is not going to? I mean, he's a Patriot guy. Come on, this guy knows what <laughs> this guy know. This guy knows what he's doing. This team knows what they're doing. It's almost so like is every coach in the NFL. They're all but, Patriot guys. <laughs> it seems like the, yeah, it's true. It seems like the Giants and Dolphins are both following no the footsteps no of Belichick. That's the truth. You have nothing. No, we. I don't judge that. No, not at all. <laughs> Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert was the sixth pick of the draft, completed 67% of his passes. It was obvious the Chargers were going to be taking a quarterback here. Obviously took the best available quarterback that they could uh, after Tua came off the board. There was some talk about whether or not uh, the Chargers were going to try to move up to, to get their guy, which tells me their guy wasn't Herbert, but but in fact might have been Tua. Um, what do you think this does? I, I think both L.A. teams had a pretty good draft. I like what the Chargers did here. Trevor, thoughts? I mean, this is pretty obvious. It was either going to be Tua or Justin Herbert. Whoever was there, who was available, they were going to take. This was no matter. I know people were saying maybe offensive line, maybe Isaiah Simmons. No, they were going to go quarterback. They just got rid of their maybe future Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer, guys. Don't jump on me. And Phillip Rivers. And then you got Tyrod Taylor. I mean, what else is there to say? They needed a quarterback desperately. They're going into a new stadium, a new beginning, and might as well start with Justin Herbert. Give him, like Tua, give him some time. Don't rush him back. Get him to learn the playbook because he's coming from Oregon. And we all know Oregon is a different type of game compared to every other offense in, in football in general. So you need to take... Tua or Herbert in this situation, they took Herbert, and it was the right pick. I mean, you need a quarterback. That's what it comes down to. To win championships, you need a quarterback, and they hopefully got it in Justin Herbert. Yeah, it's it's hard to uh, say anything poor about this decision because they took what was 
left. They took the best yes. option that was left on the table. Um, so you can't say like, oh, they should have drafted Tua or 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 because oh, they didn't love have the opportunity going. to. I didn't see Jordan uh, Love being in the play here. I know people mentioned maybe. I didn't see Love being in the top ten. I saw no, this made this made the most sense. Yes, he, I, I think Herbert's uh, big pr- the problem is he needs to be better at making decisions when he's in the pocket. Uh, otherwise, he's a you know middle of the road quarterback who I think can only do better when he gets to the NFL. All right. Uh, seventh pick went to the Carolina Panthers, who went all D in this draft. Uh, they picked up Auburn's defensive tackle, Derek Brown. There's only two tackles on the Panthers roster. This made sense for so many reasons. Obviously, this defense needs to get a lot better. They got their butts kicked up and down the field all last season. So a great move by Auburn. Uh, then at number eight, uh, it happened finally. Our man Isaiah Simmons came off the board. <laughs> the Clemson do it all um, goes to the Arizona Cardinals. And, and again, I, I I feel like every time the Giants pass on somebody, they end up on the Arizona Cardinals. And it seems like only when somebody's a 32 year old aging veteran Cardinal do they end up on the New York Giants. So, hate to see you go, but great for Arizona here with uh, Isaiah Simmons. That is a playmaker and a half. This was the big, the probably the first surprise to me in the entire top ten. This was really? the one pick. Yes, because why does Arizona need to get a player like him? You have a franchise quarterback in Kyler Murray who had is behind one of the worst offensive lines in the game. You still have three linemen, whether it's a guard or a tackle. Wills, Becton, and Wirfs available. Don't you want to protect your franchise quarterback, or do you want to have him out in the league playing maybe baseball for the Oakland Athletics? Good thing for him. (laughs) He plays another sport, so maybe he decides to leave. But this coming up into this pick, we thought a month or two ago, oh, they'll go receiver, help out that offense. Well, if you were living under a rock, they took DeAndre Hopkins, and that was – well, that just scrapped the plans. They needed offensive line here. I didn't understand the Isaiah Simmons pick. I know their defense has been bad, but if you want Kyler Murray to be around for quite some time, you got to take the lineman here. And that's for all the young quarterbacks. And that's what the Browns did. That's what the Giants did. That's what the Jets did. And then even with the Buccaneers get, getting worse there was must have been a steal. They must have been enjoyed <laughs> just seeing that happen. So that's what it comes down to, protecting your quarterback. And I don't think Arizona did that. I mean, I love I love Isaiah Simmons. I think he's gonna be a stud. Don't get me wrong. But they spent the listen, they spent a lot of money in free agency to shore up that front seven. And now there's gotta be a little bit of question of who the odd man out is, assuming yeah. that Isaiah Simmons is gonna get a lot of snaps. Mm-hmm. They already have a player like him in Buda Baker there. Yes, they do. I was <laughs> gonna say, I mean, again, you know, it, it, this was one of those where I feel like the Cardinals saw Isaiah Simmons there and throughout all their plans, every thought yeah. that they had, because everything you just said, Trevor, about, about a tackle would have been great there, yeah. a wide receiver, something to benefit your young quarterback. And instead, you went you went defense when you've already been improving your defense. Mm-hmm. Which right. but this this that could have potentially pushed Isaiah Simmons out of the top ten uh had he gotten passed mm-hmm. by the Cardinals. So who knows? Who knows yeah. what that would have done for this entire draft? They were projecting him to go from the seven to twelve range. So I mean, he went in the range that we all projected. 
Uh, yeah. Jans- Jacksonville, I think, had a pretty solid draft all around as well. Uh, the ninth pick, they took C.J. Henderson, the cornerback. Obvious pick. Florida. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about a team that clearly <laughs> – clear, I mean – that, that, that franchise is a mess, though, right Full now. Full rebuild, Joseph. Full rebuild. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to. Nobody wants to be there. Uh, the culture is not very just good. Like, yeah, get out. Get out. You, you're, you're just throwing out. them all off the team. Get out of here. Get traded. Get out of here. Everybody gets traded. <laughs> that, hey, you know what they're doing? They're tanking for Trevor. Yeah. No. No, he's you mark my words. He's coming to the Patriots. You mark my words. He's coming here. Maybe Justin, maybe Justin Fields. I don't Maybe know Justin. if he's going to the Patriots when the Patriots never really have a losing record. I mean, when it's was the fine. last time? And Bill, we trust. And Bill, we trust. We're going to get him. You watch. Saying, yeah. the, saying the new Buccaneer fan now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Supporter. Supporter. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I think uh, what's more interesting on this draft, I know, Joe, you're going to talk about number 10. But the SEC, man, dominated the whole entire draft. Yeah. 14, 14 yeah. first-round picks, bros. Guys. That is incredible when you think about, you know, I mean. Crazy, look, man. You, you, look, the, the, we're in a different era now for the NFL. And it was really, I think, just a matter of time before the draft started reflecting you know, the most important things in the NFL. And clearly at this point, they've been established. Wide receivers went in this draft. Like, they've never gone in any draft in the common era. We know how big offensive tackle was. So a lot of linemen go in this draft. Teams building for depth, kind of, again, taking a page out of that Patriots playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is great, too. Uh, here's where your Heisman finalists went. Joe Burrow obviously won overall uh, to the Bengals. Chase Young. Uh, you know, it's funny, Trevor, talking about, uh, you know, who the best player in this draft is, depending on who you talk to. It was either Chase Young or Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. We can get into Jalen Hurts. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's another one of those uh, head-scratching oh. picks this entire draft. Slap in the face. Not really. I mean, I look. did talk. I did talk to Brian Forster about it, and he was kind of almost speechless. Just to say, yeah. from yeah. an Avon Eagle, from an Avon Eagles fan, I had to ask because. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm farthest from an Eagles fan. And I was like, what the hell are they doing? Well, you just signed Carson Wentz to a $100 million contract. Why well, are you guys no. I know he gets injured. I know that. But give yeah, him weapons. This is, this is like the Green Bay situation. But Eagle, the Eagles are – at least they're planning on having a good team this year and making potentially a playoff push. And Carson Wentz can't take all those snaps, especially in games where they're winning all, like if they have a good lead. Jalen Hurts also gives them the wildcat option so he can come in and do these incredible plays that we weren't, we're not going to see out of Carson. He's not going to be running all over the field anymore because he's got glass bones and paper skin. So let me ask you this question. Do you see Jalen Hurts as more as a, um, Tebow like, or do you see him as a quarterback that can play in this league? Because it looked like he was frustrated because I think this guy ultimately does want to prove all the doubters wrong and play quarterback in the NFL. And if he's going to Philly, like, I mean, Jordan, Love, they're going to be waiting. Who knows? Two well, or three I years. Yeah, because, man. I'm a, I'm, he's getting the down. Jimmy Garoppolo treatment, getting the Jimmy I, Garoppolo treatment. He's going to sit behind a, a top-tier quarterback for at least five years. And we, <laughs> we'll see if he can make his way out. But uh, you know, I don't think he belongs there. I get why the Eagles did it, though. I, I'm a big Hurts fan, and we all know his resilience from when he was with Alabama. He went to Oklahoma and proved everybody that he could throw. He's mm-hmm. accurate. Mm-hmm. He got yeah. the total package for, like, anybody else. 
And I will see it depending on the contract of what he signs, give him two, three years with the Eagles. And if nothing's happening, you can see him making big money in the free agency. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I think it was a horrible move. I think it sends the wrong message to Wentz. It, yeah. it clearly said, you know, look, you go out there and, and you go sign a veteran quarterback that, that you know can go out there and, and play some games like the Giants did by picking up a guy like Colt McCoy, a guy who you know if you needed to start that that you're at least putting the offense in the capable hands to basically go out and and to do to do what the Eagles did to Carson Wentz uh, in comparison to what the Packers did to Jordan Love, it, it, it makes it all the more confusing. Yeah, you just signed this kid to a five-year deal. I mean, a bit, you're like, I, I'm what drafting his heir apparent. Even if you're yeah. you're talking about, even if you're talking about, you know, using him in the wildcat, and I certainly could see you utilizing some of that. How much are you really going to use that though? How much are you really going to use that? That's a that's a quality draft pick. As an Eagles fan, you got to be really upset about yeah, that. Move. That was not a good move. There's so many needs. And quarterback help you, help help your franchise. Help your franchise quarterback out, Joe. That's what it's about. And that's mm -hmm. why when we talk about the winners and losers down, I mean, there's two teams that without question are big winners for me because they help their quarterbacks out. I mean, the Colts, the Broncos, teams like that help their quarterbacks out. The Eagles, yeah, they take Jalen Rager. It's a good pick. He's speed. But you had a guy like Justin Jefferson available, and I thought signs all pointed to him going to Philly. And then you take Jalen Hurts. It's like – you just signed Carson Wentz. Don't you want to give him a chance to win a Super Bowl? Surround him with, I don't know, uh, the deepest receiver class maybe in the history of the NFL draft, and you don't take another receiver there? It's so, just – Howie Roseman's a great Did they just put the pressure on Carson Wentz? Too. So I let me ask you this. 100% yes. Yes, the pressure yeah, is – Wait, if you took the wrong receiver in round one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. I mean, it was a possibility, but I didn't think he'd be at 21. I don't know. It's just head-scratching to me. Head so what, what what team do you think that you feel Hurts should have been with? I mean, a team like the Steelers could have been. I mean, I don't know what the Steelers are doing now because, well, they have a quarterback that's it's going to retire within the next year or two in Big Ben. I don't care how many years he thinks he has. He's going to retire soon. So you have to maybe find a viable backup option. I mean, Jameis Winston, the reports are saying now – Maybe he was an option. Nope, he looks like he's going to New Orleans, and I love it for the Saints. I love it because Drew Brees is retiring next year. Let Jameis back up for a year, learn from Brees, and guess what? Take over that offense. I just don't get it. I could have saw Pittsburgh taking Jalen Hurts. Would have been a great selection for them. I, that's where I would have been. If I was a team that needs a quarterback, Jalen Hurts would have been my guy if I was a Pittsburgh fan. But I'm not in these organizations. I'm not making the selections. They know something that I don't. Yeah, you're right. I mean, for anything, they could have took from. I mean, but he was drafted in the fifth round. He I should. Mean, I mean, he should have never. He should have <laughs> never even came out. I knew that guy was going to fall. I just didn't think Jake Fromm was a good quarterback. He no, never I think he had a he had his outstanding season as a freshman, and every year after that, he started declining. But yeah, I don't know if it's because the play calling or what it is. But Jordan need a backup. More, Georgia was more yeah. of a running top of football. So, but even when he had the chance to really stand out, you never really, you know, when you could find guys, you're like, that's a good football player, J like a quarterback. Jake Fromm, you're like, eh, he's, he's, all right. he's, it's nothing special. He's not going to beat you over the top. He doesn't have a strong arm and he never really dominated in college. 
Boy, yeah. I bet those I, I guarantee those Georgia Bulldogs are wishing they had Justin Fields still instead of Ohio State. Trust me, as an Ohio State fan, I'll take Justin Fields. Thank you. All right. Before we move on to round two, obviously uh to, to second down rather, uh Jordan Love to the Packers, a move up with the twenty six pick. <laughs> uh Aaron Rodgers didn't even get so much as a heads up. They just went ahead and made the move. That's just it, he certainly can't be shocked by this. Uh, he, the same thing happened when Brett Favre was the starting quarterback. He had a chance to sit and learn from the great one, and it did it did wonders for him. I don't think anybody thinks that Jordan Love is going to overtake Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback. Whether this whether this upsets him in some way remains to be seen. But this is a smart move for Green Bay in yeah. that. It's pretty obvious that this guy's day, you know, the clock's ticking, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I think Aaron Rodgers has two. Maybe you could squeeze three good more years out of him. And then, you, you know, look, I love Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's a great quarterback. It's pretty clear. You saw the drop-off in Tom Brady. And if, if for anybody in Tampa Bay who's excited for your season, if this thing could get worse as the season goes on, it's going to get worse. <laughs> and in 2021, he's not hes not going to get better at this point. So it's a good idea to have your backup plan kind of in your head. Bad for the Patriots that they really never had one, or at least haven't mm -hmm. since Jimmy G left. But I think this is a smart move for Green Bay. I know that there's obviously places that they or, – or positions they could have addressed instead. But if, if you feel strongly about a guy – you do stupid things. Look at the Giants and uh, DJ. I mean, it happens. I'm sorry. I think this yeah. is really stupid. Just plain and simple. I think this is a very stupid pick just because you just said it, Joe. He's got two to three years left, and he's probably one of the most scrutinized quarterbacks in the history of the game. You want to see him win another Super Bowl, right? Am I right, Packers fans? If there is any, yes. Of course you do. <laughs> but guess what? You give him a quarterback. This was team was just 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl appearance. Don't you want to surround him with weapons, right? This is a Philly thing all over again. Don't you want to set yeah. give him another weapon? He even said the day of the draft, I'd like to get another weapon. Instead, you cause more controversy now. Because Aaron Rodgers isn't the quiet guy out there, as we all know. He ain't quiet. He'll voice his displeasure. Well, guess what? Good luck. I just don't like the pick. I'm sorry. It's, I just really didn't. I didn't think they needed but this, it. Is, but I this, think is, this is crazy, at, though. But they're also looking at longevity down the of road. Of course, but you got to look and, at and now, Why not have, have to look uh, at now? What about him, having him, having uh, Aaron Rodgers and everything else? So that when the time is for him to leave, Green Bay is already set to have an actual quarterback that is trained mentally and physically. Yeah, but are you trying to win another Super Bowl? Is that what it comes to? Are you trying to win another Super Bowl or you're just worried about the next five years now? Because or, if that's the case, then just keep tra keep trading picks, get picks back, and get billed for the future. Then if that's the case, pull the Patriots and just keep trading back in the draft and pick <laughs> up assets going forward. It's that simple. Do you want to no. win a Super Bowl or no? And right there, the answer is I guess they don't want to. Because let me tell you, San Fran, they were just in the Super Bowl. Looks like San Fran could be. I know everybody's high on Tampa Bay right now. But the San Francisco no, I, I 49ers think they could, they have a stocked, chance of going back up yeah. as well. The, the 49ers just stocked up as well in the draft, and they look great. Oh, yeah. So that's what right. it comes down to. The Packers well, talking about, just in the NFC talking about title trying game. To win, what are you doing? Trying to win championships, that leads us to second down to where 
uh, we have the New York Giants selection. So we're all dedicated the whole time with, with the New York Giants here. First pick was Andrew Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said it before that the, the goal was for Gutterman was to improve that offensive lineman. So, Trevor, you, you've been hearts and minds when it comes to the improvement of the New York Giants. Yep. Did Gutterman get it right this time? Oh, 100%. Coming into this draft, everybody, yeah, we all want the shiny toy. Everybody likes the nice shiny toy. And that a couple years ago with Saquon this year was probably Isaiah Simmons. I know Giant fans, there's probably Giant fans still ticked off that Isaiah Simmons is not on big blow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about that. It's not about the shiny toy. It's about the longevity and the health of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And he did say something that he did. He stuck to his word. We're going to revamp this offensive line, and we are going to draft linebackers. And boy, did the yeah. New York Giants draft line every pick. I, it was just like linebacker, <laughs> right. linebacker, we could, linebacker. We can look like, at this list right here. You know, besides I mean, linebackers, we have Xavier McKinney. They found an Isaiah Simmons in the second round. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not 6'4 and 240, but Xavier mm-hmm. McKinney, if you ask anyone, he was the number one rated safety in this entire draft. And the Giants got a top 20 player at 36. I know Ugros yeah. Matos was a possibility at 36, could he use the edge. But, I mean, you get a McKinney, like I said, first-round talent. I know everybody, yeah. oh, maybe he'll be landing. No, he. I think he's going to be better because he could cover think, tight uh, ends. He could cover running backs. He could do everything that Isaiah Simmons can, and you still got that in the second round. That was the absolutely. best pick of the Giants draft. It's great value. But the Giants did what they had to do. They addressed the offensive line big time, and they addressed the linebacking crew big time. I know they didn't address any edge rushers, which mm-hmm. gets you nervous or a center. But, I mean, if you're a Giant fan – how can you not be excited for the future? You you know, and for him to uh, go with along with Peppers, I think it would be yeah. amazing. And we were getting – the Giants were getting attacked in the air for so much. How many third and long uh, yardage did we give up because we weren't able to stop whether it was the tight end or any deep passes? We, we, we failed. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that they, they ended up getting uh, McKinney because he was excellent with Alabama. I watched yeah. him all the way through. So, mm-hmm. um, but he's the, the number other one picks, safety in this class, right? So. And Matt Pert, I mean, who would have known? I mean, that was my big surprise getting another offensive tackle of Pert from UConn. I mean, talking about a team that was in last place for the last two seasons, dead rock bottom. Nobody was talking about the UConn Huskies, but yet the scouts found found that Pert was the man to help protect Jones. So I, again, I, I love it. Gettleman yeah. continue on to improve that offensive line. And it's not not to say that he's going to start right away. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, eventually he'll he'll get the training and everything else and he'll he'll adapt. But then you're right. We're looking at these um the the guards here. We got a cornerback of Darnell Holmes, in which mm-hmm. a lot of people on social media have their 50-50 emotions on it because they thought that maybe Troy Pride from Notre Dame was was gonna be the guy. Mm-hmm. But uh Holmes was the choice. We got Lemieux and uh, Cam Brown. Cam Brown, uh, the linebacker. I mean, right now, we're looking at our paper, we're stacked in linebackers. Yeah. I mean, this is good, though, for special teams. A lot of these guys are going to probably play special teams. And Joe Judge, that's his specialty. I mean, he was a great special teams coach, one of the best in the game. You can, I mean, Tyler probably could vouch for that as well. If 
Absolutely. Did, let me ask that. Let me ask that question. Did you actually know Joe Judge before Joe Judge became head coach in New York? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. That's a great yeah. question, Trevor. Yeah, big, great big, question. Big fan. Big, big fan. You know, I every time I saw him, I'm like, that is my guy, Joe Judge, oh, right there. Yeah, I knew exactly who he was, and I was like, wow, he's going to be a great head coach someday. I just knew exactly what that a, man you got a was nice trying to do. You yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I'm gonna be exactly. honest with you. I'm really gonna be. Honest. I thought that Ron Rivera was gonna be the next Giants head coach. I think he didn't, even, did. he didn't even get a ch- he didn't even get a chance. They no. wanted to go to Washington. No, I mean they didn't. Re- so Tyler, I thought Joe Judge was a joke. I thought when I spread that meme, Giants hire oh. Patriots special teams coach Joe Judge. I was like, did they just made that up? That's not hey, even Joe. a real person. Hey, hey Joe. Ridiculous. Hey Joe, you're yeah. gonna hate me. Oh, you're gonna hate me for this, but now we got the real judge in New York. Oh, finally! finally. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see how long I'm he holds okay. court, I'll, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Start spreading the news. We got two judges in New York now. Oh boy! Can I get and, I, before, and we got two Lemieux, right? Getting, oh yeah, that's true. Before yeah. I wanted to just give the overall giant grade. I give it like a B plus, maybe A minus. I really thought the Giants hit on everything they wanted to do. Yeah, they, they addressed the line big time. And then they addressed the linebacking crew. And that's what it was. And those were two weakness. I know that, like I said, the edge rushers could have used it. They didn't add a receiver. I know they got the undrafted free agents, but they didn't address that. And, and that it comes down to you're protecting your quarterback and your two big investments in Saquon and Daniel Jones. That's what it comes down to. That's why it's a home run for the Giants. And then you get an Xavier McKinney in the second round, who's like an Isaiah Simmons. I mean, if you're a Giant fan, like I said, how can you not be excited with this draft? You Gettleman, guys should be very excited. Gettleman hit out of the park. I'm very pleased with it. Not only Wait. that, um, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, but I think you're giving out a grade. I think the best grade is, uh, um, oh, my God, Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I, I was impressed with uh, yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they they covered all their bases on why they couldn't make it to the Super Bowl, and I think they got their answer this year. Yeah, I, gotta totally. tell you guys, I am very excited about Xavier McKinney. You know, it's funny. He dropped simply because he ran a four, six, three at the combine. Everybody's had this guy. He's a top 20 player. He's, uh, I, I heard him compared to, um, to Isaiah Simmons, but yeah. without all the hype. Yeah, this exactly. guy is a true blue, uh, playmaker. And, and again, listen, you know, I wanted Isaiah Simmons because I truly firmly believe that the New York football Giants are in desperate need on their defense of a playmaker. I think the Giants have a great uh, front four. I think the Giants have a really good secondary. Uh, McKinney obviously just made it tremendously better. Very young young with a ton of talent. Um, Don't forget about Bradbury. Oh, sure. I mean, you uh, add Bradbury too. This 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 secondary was already getting better. I just thought the the defense itself, you know, they did some nice moves uh, at linebacker, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to bring some guys in there. You needed a playmaker. And when again, kind of being resolved to them not getting Simmons, you know, I heard there might be some possible playmakers they could get, you know, early in the second round. So I was optimistic to see a B Xavier McKinney and, 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 you know, not that I've I've read up on this guy and I see what everybody has to say about him. I couldn't feel any better about this New York Giants draft. Um, I think when it came to Pert, I think there was the center Ishmael was available. 
Well, that he was the right tackle. Uh, Pert was the right tackle from UConn, so they addressed the tackle position. Right, but there was a center available. The best available center was available at the same time in the Giants. Oh, who, Dall who, who Dallas took. Dallas traded yeah. up and took the kid from Wisconsin. The okay. So, I mean, <laughs> if, I, if I'm just complaining, just to complain about Gettleman for a minute. You're really um, nitpicking, aren't you? I'm getting a little nitpick here. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with Since you. the Charlie. giant way. Yeah, right. I, I, I would give this guy, you know, <laughs> I, I've seen the Giants graded as low as a C minus. Um, That's fine. I'm not going to give it an A because I, I don't think it was quite there, uh, but I will give it a B plus. Let I me guess because the Giants. Because Isaiah Simmons wasn't the first pick. Would have been an A plus if Isaiah Simmons. I think maybe if you're going to improve yeah, exactly. the offense, exactly. Well, is uh, you get a tight end. As well, like Moss. I'm surprised Moss. I'm surprised too. I 100% agree with you on that. I'm surprised they could have, especially with the rumors that maybe they don't sign Evan Ingram out to keep the fifth year option or even trying to trade him. I'm surprised they didn't add another receiving tight end like a Thad Moss, team him up with Caden Smith. I mean, hey, this we is have very, like five on very the Patriots team. if you guys want to work something out. I'm surprised you guys <laughs> actually, all, ser all kidding aside, I'm surprised you guys didn't trade when you traded for Gronk and add in OJ Howard in that. Why did you didn't get OJ uh, Howard with that? He he must have not been on the table for the Patriots. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I know he was part of the trade table for this whole offseason, but they must have worked something out where they're going three tight ends wide and they're going to have something moving in Tampa Bay. They're going to try and play some sort of Patriots. And I bet you Brady had something to do with it. He was probably like, no, he's got all the I want power, him. My friend, he's got all want, the power. <laughs> you, you ain't sending him over here. I want him. That's why I'm going there. <laughs> he's got all the power in, in uh, Tampa Bay now. Do you know, by the way, the Chicago Bears uh, lead the NFL with 12, count them, 12 active tight ends on their roster? Yeah, their first pick was the tight end Cole Komet yeah. from Notre Dame. I was like, wait. You, another one. I, I, you would I, never I, know. I guess it was a need. I, it literally said on the it was a team need ESPN had. You know how Kuiper has his team needs. I guess it was a supposed need, so they went with the number, tight, number one tight end in this draft. Who I really love in this, who won this draft to answer the question, Indianapolis Colts, plain and simple. You get your first two picks. You didn't have a first-round pick. You get DeForest Buckner for San Fran. Then you get Michael Pittman. And then my favorite player in this entire draft, Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor, see you later, Marlon Mack. You're out of here soon enough. Jo Jonathan Taylor will be the best back in this draft, and I think he'll be even go one step further. I think he'll be the best player in this draft five years he from will, now. He will Behind not have I'm going he that far. If he can, if he can, if he can he, that's fine. But Marlon Mack also, they have to sign him because his fifth-year op option, you know, McCaffrey, he was part of that draft class with that stout running back class. You got one of the best offensive lines in the game. Jonathan Taylor, he's a beast. He's got to adjust the fumbling issues, but he, this guy oh, has 4-4 four, four speed. He's an all, he could be an all-time – he was an all-time college back, one of the greats in this game. I just think he's going to be special. And I also love that they drafted Jacob Eason because now – he can learn from Phillip Rivers. That man doesn't have to play for at least a year or two. Learn from one of the better quarterbacks of our generation. And guess what? You maybe have your new quarterback of the future. I really do love what the Colts did, and I love what the Broncos did. Two, their two first-round picks. Help out Drew Locke, K.J. Hamler, and Jared Judy. You, get, you mean to tell me you get the number one receiver at 15 in this draft and you didn't have to trade up or do anything? Sign me up. That's why, I said, that's why when we first started the show, I said Drew Locke and Joe Burrow have to be very, very happy quarterbacks with the weapons they're going to have this year. Mm -hmm. 
I believe the Baltimore Ravens, who are already one of the best teams in the league, um, I think they couldn't have done any better for themselves. Patrick Queen, J.K. Dobbins, I think this is Love a it. better team than it was before before Thursday came. I think that you you may even – I think it might be a safe bet to say that the Ravens are probably going to be uh, playing – Right back where they were. AFC Championship game. It'll be a rematch between the Chiefs and the Ravens. But like you said, uh, Trevor, hey, the Colts don't slip on them, man. They won't. No, they're they're very. I think they got a great leader. Something going special. Yes, yes. Yes. And then uh, I think who's going to be on the hot scene at the visit are the the Houston. Uh, I think O'Brien. I think uh, for the weird free agencies, the weird trades that's happening in that team, this might be his last year with with the Texans. If they don't win out in this division, mm-hmm. um, sure. Bears. I think Bears, Eagles. I think those are uh, Seattle Seahawks. Those are some of the teams that uh, I think all of their fans today are scratching their heads and wondering how you could have possibly blown this while your feet were up in the comfort of your living room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, again, some of these teams, man, you're, you're you're asking yourself, like, come on, what? Um, by the way, I know people. Uh, this is kind of it's kind of messed up, and I just want to address this because <laughs> this is messed. What, what, Joe? What are you going to say? What, we're we're, we're talking about who won the NFL draft. Now there was, you know, look, Dave Gettleman has done nothing to make friends with the fans of New York, and maybe that's his Gettleman style to be hated. He's doing really good if that's what he's working on. <laughs> but he was wearing a mask, and of course, people were like, only stupid Dave Gettleman would wear a mask while he's home alone. Shows how stupid he is. Well, there was actually now, some other... There was another person. There was an room. IT guy there. There was an IT guy that... And, and this is a cancer... He was a cancer survivor. Yes. So, I mean, don't worry. It's funny you said that, because my mom said the same thing. He's like, why is he wearing a mask if he's the only one there? We didn't know. Trust me, nobody knew that. Yeah. It was an... It eventually came out that there was another guy in there in the room. So I guess he was playing it smart. So Dave Gettleman, once again, outsmarts everybody. It's, he really <laughs> does. Gets his every year, doesn't he? Does he? It's yes, he does. He's got that Vince McMahon status where everyone hates him, but he always wins. He just, he and he just does care. <laughs> he embraces it. It's kind of like the whole Goodell thing. Can I just say about this whole NFL draft? I think the winners of this are the fans because we've, as all sports fans, I mean, we haven't had much in the past. Joe, we haven't. I haven't seen you since the last time, the last show we did when this all started to begin and back in March. It's been over a month. And to see finally we got some sort of light to sports fans, ESPN, yes. NFL Network, the entire NFL. Do you see how much money they raised? Oh, $100 million. Oh, that's fantastic. They, it was just everything was – Perfectly set up. There was no glitches. There was nothing wrong. And it was just great. And I was just so happy. It was one of the better drafts in recent memory just because my brother even said it. There was too, There's always too much hoopla. They make it too much like Hollywood. And that's not yes. what the draft is. It's supposed to be just you get drafted, you shake the commissioner's hand, you come up, and Move that's on. it. Now right. it's everything like interviews and celebrations and all this stuff. It was This was great. I and also it was story great. Line, the storyline was great. The, the, yes. It was yeah. brief. It was to the point. Yeah. Uh, I think the most I got of there was a lot of sad stories. A lot of fathers passing away, as a matter of fact. I mean, there was a lot of tragedy going on. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, I think it was straight to the point. We didn't mm-hmm. have to concentrate on the interviews on the sideline, people crying. And I just like the celebration. I like it. Was, yeah, it was great. Another. 
And I think the funniest thing was um, by the end of round two, around three, yeah, with Goodell sitting on his lounge chair, laying back, having cupcakes, <laughs> having the M and M's. I think he was enjoying it all too. I think it was really cool how everything trans, how everything went down. I really do. And by the way, I would love to have Cliff Kingsbury's house. Yeah, it is dope. That's um, unbelievable. Uh, one more thing. One more thing before you go. Uh, before you change, Joe. The most funniest thing that I saw in the draft was when they drafted C.D. Lamb. Okay. Oh, you're, gonna, you're really bringing this? Yeah. And then he came on Twitter. And, and, and then he took, the, he took the phone away. I think that was his girlfriend, right? And I'm like, yes. no, 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 no. No. <laughs> he went to Dallas. Think, that's, an, that's another – that's a great pick for Dallas. And that's, an, that's a, saying, hey, Dak, guess what? You don't win with this type of weapons. You are not getting your thirty plus million dollars because we're moving on from you. I think they should just franchise Dak Prescott. They should not give him a long term contract. I've been pretty adamant about that from the start. Go for it. You Go for it. You just you just add CD Lamb with already that with all with um, Amari Cooper with Zeke, and then they I know they lose Witten, but still this team is is ready to win a Super Bowl now. And if they right. can't do it this year with this weapons around them, Dak, I don't care how much you think you're worth. You ain't worth thirty million. See hey. you later. On to the next. <laughs> I'm for it. Let's make all the quarterbacks mad. Make all the quarterbacks mad. Come on, yes. come on. Then, we'll take care of you. We'll take you know, care of you over here in New England. And then though, don't worry. Dallas <laughs> trades up finish, number one next, next year and takes Trevor Lawrence. They take Trevor Lawrence next year. <laughs> no, mine. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what nah, they're gonna do so good. They'll finish eight and eight. So. Yeah, guess what? They might get into the playoffs then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Don't forget, there's seven teams now. So Very true. Very oh, boy. True. All right. Uh, make sure you visit uh, www.hhwshow.com. You can find all of the Clovercrest Media sports shows, including Keys to the City. And thank you so much for to, to Trevor Keys. I know Teddy popped his face in there for a hot minute. <laughs> certainly appreciate that. Uh, Tyler and Ov both of all four downs, uh, as, as my, myself included, uh, and and of course uh, Ov and I also are on joining about the G Men. Uh, if you ever wanted to do a podcast, this is the place to do it. We would love to have you uh, for uh, starting at just fifteen dollars a month. You get unlimited hosting for full services at just fifty dollars a month. Uh, we'd love to have you come and join the team at Clovercrest Media, where we have a saying: the harder we work, the luckier we get. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know what that means, it means you just got to work really hard and good things happen. We've got so many great podcasts. You can certainly visit clovercrestmedia.com to check out all of our really great podcasts. We've got all the sports realm covered. We also do true crime. We've got relationship shows um, and and so much more news, politics, and, and, and on and on and on. But we'd love to have you come check us out. Clovercrestmedia.com is the website. Uh, there again, you'll be able to find uh, links to, like I mentioned, Keys to the City and to All Four Downs and Jung about the G-Men. Uh, but so many great shows, uh, so many great, wonderful personalities like these fine gentlemen who have been chopping at the bit for some sort of sports action. We finally got it. <laughs> now so, what do we do? Now yeah, what do we no, do? Wow. What is, what is all sports stations? Wrestling. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a terminology in the military that we use. Hurry up and wait. Yeah, that's where yeah. we're at. And that's what we got. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait anymore. 
Besides pro wrestling, there's really much nothing else but sitting away until that's what we got. Well, you saw the NBA just opened uh, by May 1st, they're going to be opening training facilities. So, see what happens if that's a step in the right direction, maybe for some basketball and baseball. I'm still curious of what's going to happen with all the baseball. I guess my I question talk about baseball. Listen, before we wrap this up, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, you know, you're all sports fans, are we? Yes, we that. are. I didn't, I didn't know. For the most part, <laughs> why would you assume that of me? Yeah, I know, right? A bunch of guys hanging out in, in jerseys. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you? How do you guys feel about the idea of bringing these sports back, but with nobody in the stands or at least people? Yeah, I'm for it. Uh, if, if you out. can, br- if you can bring back, do it. Sports, do it. They're if doing it. Possi- if, if there's a possibility, of it's already it happen, it's already it's doing not- in Korea. Well, I, I know Korea's doing mm-hmm. it, but I'm worried about in the Amer- America right now because I'm, I I don't watch Korean baseball, so I want to know what's going on with American sports. If there really really are going to have any sports this year, it's a possibility there could be no sports, but I'm not hoping for that. XFL's gone, my man. Just I need them back. Put, put that in like a, a, oh like a plaque or something. It's done. The I need my boys back. We're not what even matching right now. What are the guys? What are the New York And you got the record. Come on, man. I don't even remember. It hurts. I think they were three and two. I don't know. They were three and two. <laughs> yes. Joe, to answer, but Joe, to answer your question, if they have sports, it should be without no fans. Okay. It's the smart thing to do. It's yeah. the safest not about what, thing it's to not do. About what, yeah, it's the safest and smartest thing. It's not about what's right. It's, it's the smartest and safest thing to do, and that's what it comes down to. If Before you have the back, season closed for MLB, I had three games lined up to go to see the Yankees and two for the Red Sox, and we were thinking about not even going. And it was early in the season, and I had opening day tickets to Fenway and opening day tickets to Yankee Stadium. And we even still, I was like, I don't think we should go be in that crowd, especially in New York where it's the hottest bed of yeah. uh coronavirus in boston which just now is becoming a hotbed mm-hmm. um so i do hold the sports let's go out west into arizona into neutral ground play at the spring training facilities and let's just get this season started with no fans i, I, I just wear a mask man wear yeah. a mask it's so wash your story. hands wash yes. your hands yeah, like we distance. have, like we have to, like we have to say that now. That's like a must now. Wash your hands. Like it's people embarrassing. Just people, people Very just don't. Embarrassing. Yeah, how dirty? We, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. The other day, I went to the grocery store, came home, and I have a routine when I come home. Now it's so weird, but this is what I do. Um, I come <laughs> in through my garage, and there's like a laundry room, and I strip right there, and I throw my stuff in the laundry. I go straight upstairs, and I shower. And my two daughters go out to the car, and they unload the groceries. They wipe everything down before they bring anything into the house. I got obviously mm-hmm. two smaller kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter got a little ill the other night after cleaning, and I had said to her, I go, Well, after you were cleaning everything off with the Clorox wipes, I said, Did you wash your hands? She said, No. I said, Is it possible you could have picked up any sort of, I mean, that didn't necessarily have to be the, the corona, but any, mm-hmm. you hadn't been exposed to a, a, any sort of bacteria virus in a month. Is it possible you touched something and put it and then got sick from that? Yes. Uh, and by the way, when you throw up uh, and you're feeling relatively healthy, otherwise, that's a great sign that your body is actually uh, in good shape. It means it's your purging. body. It yeah. means your your red blood cells went and attacked the right thing. So, uh, I again, I know it I seems. Get sick. 
I don't really get. I don't really get sick. I really well, don't knock on wood. Well, knock it seems wood. obvious, but every time somebody walks out of the bathroom, whether I see them having just dried off their hands or not, I always go, "Do you wash your hands?" Yes. Yeah, that's everybody in my family. They hate when I ask it, but I no. I do it every time now, and I don't know if that's ever going to stop. No, we just need to keep everyone very safe because it has affected my family. Uh, four of my five, no, four of my family members contracted the coronavirus. So they're all okay now, but uh, it is very serious. It hit very close to home. So we all have to do our part now and then just try and knock this thing back down. And if we, if it means sacrificing sports, it means sacrificing sports, but um, wash your hands, people. We want to stop the spread of this thing. It's no joke. And by the way, big thank you to StreamYard. Love the streaming service. Super easy to use. Highly recommended. Um, so I think we've pretty much covered it. Trevor Keys from Keys to the City. Tyler and Obi Munez from All Four Downs. Thank I am Trevor McGuire. Once again, visit hhwshow.com or clovercrestmedia.com uh, and follow us on all the socials. You know where to find us. We'll be uploading uh, podcasts for all the shows a little bit later on with all of this audio. So we do thank you so much for checking us out. That's it for this week's All Four Downs. We'll catch you next time. See